Hello, hola amigos gay meninos, welcome to the Good For Her podcast. Uh, this is Robert Balkovich and I am coming to you once again solo from Brazil. I am just going to do a quick little intro and touch on a couple of topics that uh, Good For Her topics that were near and dear to my heart this week before I throw it over to Matt and Viviana who are coming to live except not really from the tanya harding nancy kerrigan 1994 museum so hang tight for that uh first and foremost right at the top of the pod i want to give a huge good for her to us uh because we were included in the av club Podmas podcast roundup of notable podcasts of the week which is like truly insane every time we record one of these i feel like i am recording it into tin cans and then throwing them into the river so the fact that it makes it online and then anyone listens and then anyone listens and then is like oh maybe i should recommend this to anyone else is incredible so huge thank you to becca james at the av club for shouting us out um i want to start with a quick brazil related good for her moment because as you have been tracking i've been in brazil for about a month for work and part of being here has been getting really swept up in the world cup because it is impossible not to hear people take it very seriously uh when brazil plays it is hard to uh go out to eat and get service because everyone is watching the game which i honestly think is great and i sort of wish we did i don't know with soccer necessarily or sports in general. I actually wish maybe, for instance, for like for the housewives or, you know, some sort of event where everyone just in America just sort of decided we're all going to sit and watch this together right now and cheer for our favorites. But regardless, so I was uh, taking in part of a World Cup game while sitting in a bodega, drinking a cup of coffee, eating some pau con mantega, which is Portuguese for bread with butter, which is basically a... Uh, hamburger roll uh, fried with some butter on it which is very tasty and watching the game it was brazil versus mexico and there was this solid 10 second shot of the audience where it was just like the most sort of like in that moment like terrifying looking pale blonde guy whose head was just like barely poking out from the top of a giant brazilian flag and he had this like look and his his energy that he was throwing off was it felt dark like it felt like it was piercing through the screen i had a moment where i thought like am i is this like actually transmitting around the world or am i the only person seeing this and this is like a, a portent of bad things to come for me is this a, a the ring situation is he going to crawl through the tv and kill me in this bodega i'm not quite sure um and so then it went away and i kind of didn't think about it again and then I opened Twitter like a week later and I've been getting Brazilian uh, news alerts on my Twitter because uh, Geo found me. Thank you, technology. And apparently the guy, it turns out the guy was like a huge like meme on Brazilian Twitter and someone like tracked him down and found him and interviewed him. And he was just, I guess, he's an aerospace engineer, a Russian aerospace engineer who just likes Brazilian football because, or soccer, soccer for us Yanks. Um, that was the grossest thing I've ever said. Please, if, I understand if you just unsubscribe to the podcast just now. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyways, he just likes Brazilian soccer because uh, they play really well, which is true. So he's just a fan, and he was, like, very um, 
generous and cheeky about the fact that he became such an overnight sensation. His name is Yuri Torsky. So definitely take a Google Yuri Torsky. Take a gander at his like the image. And it really is one of those things where I think the camera just caught him just right at the right time, making the right face that it truly um, haunts me. Even It's hard to, even for me to look at it now without feeling a little PTSD for when I thought that he was going to psychologically murder me through the TV. Um, but good for him. For, sorry, good for her. Excuse me. I'm off today. Good for her uh, for riding that wave, for, for stealing those 15 seconds, and for becoming a, a Brazilian meme. It's not hard. It's, not, it's hard. Not everyone gets that chance. Good for her. Good for Yuri. Um, I also wanted to do a big good for her for the inhabitant of a, quote, massive black sarcophagus that has been unearthed in Egypt and no one knows what's inside. Uh, major good for her for keeping the mystery alive for all these years, 2,000 years to be exact. Uh, good for her for making what is soon to be a grand reveal when they appear back on the world stage after being buried. Rather fabulous. Black is such a fabulous color. Uh, great choice for a coffin. And if it turns out that they unleash a curse onto the world, um, good for her. You know, keeping it relevant. I want to issue a quick cut it out. Uh, this is actually not quick. This is actually a very serious issue. So I saw on Twitter yesterday a post from Shani Hilton of BuzzFeed, who is quote tweeting Anne Helen Peterson, also of BuzzFeed, and Anne Helen Peterson uh, quotes, was taping a podcast today and the engineer who is in her 20s had one question for me at the end. Quote, what is the Lilith Fair? Wow. Um, so I once was teaching, guest teaching or guest lecturing at a class, friend's class that she was teaching. This is at, but before you think that I'm like very fancy, this was at a art school in Brooklyn. So it was, so when I say guest lecture, I mean, I like was talking about an essay that I wrote that got published on, I don't even remember where for free. Um, but we were talking about women in music and my friend who was teaching the class who is an actual academic asked her class if any of them had heard of the Lilith Fair and only like two of them raised their hand. So apparently this is like a, there's like a hard generational cutoff of people who just like have never heard of the Lilith Fair. Um, I am shocked. I am appalled. I, and, and when I say this, I don't blame these younger people for not knowing I'm putting society on trial. I'm putting the media on trial. Um, why why were they allowed why were they allowed to graduate from high school without knowing this why were they allowed to walk into the world without knowing what the little affair was um so i really want to call on all of us to come together to have a national conversation about why this was allowed to happen and how we can rectify this imbalance in the future so i'm going to issue a big old cut it out to uh to all of us we need to cut it out on on we need to start talking about the little affair more apparently tell find someone who is under i'm i guess like 27 maybe is the cutoff and tell them about the little affair abby and mia our producers you're you're of the same age have you heard of the little affair please chime in and let me know and if not uh that's going to be what our next podcast is about um one more quick one before i throw it over to matt and viviana who just logged on onto the google doc 
that I am doing I'm doing my notes off of. So hi, Matt and Viviana. Um, but I just want to give a huge heartfelt add-a-girl to R.L. Stein, author of children's books, who tweeted on July 7th, uh, sans any kind of context, Shakira Shakira, uh, no doubt a reference to her hit single with Wyclef John, Hips Don't Lie, one of the best duets in pop music, and one of my favorite songs of all time. So add-a-girl, R.L., add-a-girl. So now I'm going to throw it over to Matt and Viviana over in the THNK 1994 Museum. See you guys later. Thank you, Robert. Here we are in New York, uh, Matt and Viviana, here at the THNK 1994 Museum. But we have clothes for the summer, so, you know, paintings are just everywhere. Um, and we are excited to be here. Yeah, we're going to talk about a movie that is very important in history. History. Um, yeah, this is, a, it's very near and dear to our heart. And something, you know, we talk to a lot of people that come in to the museum. And apparently not a lot of the young kids have seen this movie. But it is so important. Everybody knows Romy and Michelle. You know? Yeah, absolutely. As they should. Yeah. You know? Uh, but do they know Drop Dead Gorgeous? And a lot of people don't only because I think it's not available to stream anywhere. anywhere. Which is a travesty. Like, not on any of the major platforms. Not even the illegal platforms. You cannot find this movie online. You have to own a DVD copy, and therefore you have to own a thing that can play DVDs, which, if you have not noticed, computers don't come with that anymore. They don't have that. So you got to find some guy with a Blu-ray player. Yeah, technology you know, has gone backwards. And, yeah, and, and we, for one, are like, hey, cut it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just a reminder, uh, we do a few different things here. If it's something's cut it out, but by this point you know uh, if something is uh, really great. And then uh, there's an add a girl. And then there's if something is like just so heinous. Uh, Her spirit fit me. Yeah. And then oh 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 oh. And if something's not your business. And those are the only categories in the world scientifically to judge anything by, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we've done a lot of research. There may be more. Yeah, send them to us. Like, let us know. Um, um, again, that's my job. So, yeah, so don't do that. Send them to me and then I'll implant the idea into Matt's head that he thought of it. <laughs> DM my personal account. Um, before we do get into the meat uh, of the episode, uh, we have a few... Uh, topics from the Good For Her Facebook group. As everybody knows, you can join us on Facebook. It is, it's where I get all of my news. Yeah. The Facebook group. Matt's not on Facebook, but that's, um, that's only half true because he just uses my account. So don't send me anything sexy on Messenger. He's going to see it. <laughs> um, okay, so Ashley R. shared, um, a family of woodchucks ate Paul Ryan's car. Uh, they moved into the car, ate the wiring. Uh, good for her. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm having a cigarette, and I forgot that I have to hold this. And the museum's closed. You're allowed to smoke inside. Oh, here we go. There we go. That's a good for her. I uh, hate Paul Ryan. I don't know who would like Paul Ryan. But um, Woodchuck get it. They're going on Instinct, which is fabulous. I watched The View, uh, which is, um, right now the cast is Megan McCain, Sonny Hostin, Sarah Haynes, Joy Behar, who I have a tattoo of, and Whoopi Goldberg. Um, and Megan McCain is the, like, uh, she's filling the Republican slot on the show. And I can't stand her. Um, and she uh, will often, as like a way of like making her like a cute story for herself, 
uh, bring up Paul Ryan and say she thinks he's such a babe. Um, and it's so obnoxious. I just don't, I don't see that. I mean, I... It's not like I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't see that because he's like a Republican and like, I just don't see that he's hot. He's really like in the face, in the face. He's not, he's not attractive in the face. You know who's hotter than him? Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. You know, um, well, let's name some real ugly guys who are, are hotter than him. He's like a deformed property brother. Yes. <laughs> Go for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks like a wet, like a wet roll of paper towels, you know, that fell into the toilet because you're out of toilet paper. Yeah. And, um... You're like, oh shit, I got them in there. And yeah. you're like, do I fish them out or do I just walk away? You know? <laughs> At least, yeah, okay, so um, good for woodchucks. Um, let's see. Oh, when Cher was nine, okay, yeah. uh, CC, Melody E shared, when Cher was nine, yeah, yeah Cher always, um, say her name, she gets it good for her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, was nine, she stole a whore, she wanted to run away. And when you and I were kids, when we wanted to run away, we probably went and just hid in a closet. Cher stole really? a horse. What did you do when you wanted to run away? I don't think I ever really... I don't... I, I never... <laughs> you were just fine there. <laughs> that sounds crazy. What leverage know. did you have then? <laughs> did you threaten to run away a lot? Yeah, but like, it was when we had a community pool and I was just going out of the pool and then like, you would come <laughs> by later and then you'd be like, time to come home and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Her spirit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I let them know I'm in business. Um, when Cher was nine, she stole a horse, jumped a freighter, and just kept going until her friend got scared and was like, I want to call my mom. Well, I think that is absolutely... What's jumped a freighter? Like a freight train? Oh, like jumped onto a freight train? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't do that today. I wouldn't do that in my... I wouldn't do that in my... Like, I, one time I did, like, mushrooms um, in Seattle, and I was, like, in college, and, like, uh, I wouldn't have done it then, you know? Like, yeah. it's, no, absolutely not. But Cher is, I mean, by the way, Mamma Mia 2. Um, we saw it, and um, soon we'll be having... Um, um, Mamma Mia 2 gets a great good for her. Oh, my God. Mamma Mia 2 is the, the movie to end all movies. It's like Grease 2 level. It's like the type of sequel that's like, it's so much better than the first one. It's it's such a great story. It, it's it like, uh, I, I can't even like describe how great of a movie it is. And all the songs that they picked are like, they don't really repeat songs, except for like the ones that you they should repeat, which are like Dancing Queen. Mm -hmm. um, but they have like brand new but songs. They and it's all the songs that they left out of the first one that you're like, oh, I wish. And they, they really like make smart, uh, smart. Yeah, it's a smart choice. And it was written for the screen. You know? Yeah. So I think that makes a big difference. Every time you mention Grease 2, I want to put on record that, I mean, Grease 2 has been my favorite movie for all time. Attica. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, like, I feel like, I feel like you love Grease 2, but I just want to put on record that, like, I, like, like, Grease 2 defined my sexuality. You know, Grease 2 defined who I am. Yeah. Um, like, I remember I used to watch it every day when I was six years old. I just watch it every single day. Yeah. Every single day. And then my parents like were like, you can't watch this anymore. It's too adult. <laughs> and it just, I still have a VHS copy of it. Yeah, it's I love basement. it. Yeah. It's in the basement. Um, so I just, just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just need you all to know that. Me, okay? <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, go for her. Go for sure. Okay, so um, let's talk about Drop Dead Gorgeous. Now, 
Okay, first off, this was written by, it was when mockumentaries, like, were, like, hot. It was, like, the thing to do. Now, kids in the 90s, we're young, too, but in the 90s, uh, the first, like, mockumentary really was, like, sp- was Spinal Tap. That was, like, and, in the 70s, though, wasn't it? No, it was, like, supposed to be in the 70s. <laughs> that absolutely came out in the 70s. It had Parker Posey in it as an adult. Spinal Tap? It did not. It had Parker f- Posey was in it. L- look it up right now. I will look up right now. You're look up Parker Posey Spinal Tap, and you'll see her as an adult woman. Unless you're calling Parker Posey real old. You're, it is absolutely from the 70s. Absolutely not. All right, Parker Posey Spinal Tap. Nothing came out, so I'm just going to Google this uh, Spinal Tap. 1984. It did not come out in 1984. Yeah, it did. Yes, it did. Well, that's not 79. Well, but still, it, it's from it, it's from a long time ago. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, okay, so it was like the first one. <laughs> but then when did when did the first one come out? That was the second one. Yeah, that was that was nineties. That was nineties. That was nineties. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that was really like defined it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then everyone was doing mockumentaries. That's when Curb Your Enthusiasm came out, right? The nineties or the odds? Uh, yeah, that came out in like two thousands, I think. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, <laughs> when did Drop Dead Gorgeous come out? Uh, that came out in nineteen ninety. Um, yeah, then. <laughs> you know what? I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Not our business. Okay, basically. But this was one of the greatest mockumentaries ever made. It was wit- written by a woman. You may have seen her, like, she was, like, had a bit part in the she Drew Carey show. She was one of the judges. Uh, yeah, she was... Oh, a, she was on the Drew Carey show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And she wrote for it, too. Okay. Um, she, But this was the only full-length feature film she wrote. Insane. Which is a huge, your spirit bit me, because yeah. this is a flawless fucking film. Her spirit bit me. I yeah. don't know what happened to this woman. I don't know why she didn't get... I mean, it's just like, she should have like been given a billion dollars to make a billion more movies, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, don't check my math, but... <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Lona Williams gets... Uh, do more movies. Now, this has the greatest cast Ever. I'm going to read out the cast name, and I just want you to gasp appropriately with each name I mention. Can yeah, you do that? I will. Okay. Um, starring Kirsten Dunst. I told you to gasp. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Ellen Barkin. <gasps> Who got locked out of her house by Ron Perlman, by the way. When? Remember that? What? When she dated that billionaire, Ron Perlman? Not the actor, Ron Perlman. But the billionaire Ron Perlman, he um he like he was very like the first Sex and the City when they go to the, the like the jewelry auction and then that lady uh from Rent uh is like um it really is sad and she sounds just like Steve, uh but anyway she's it's like that kind of thing where he locked her out of the house she was like she just one day went home she was locked out she couldn't get in and that was how he ended their relationship. Oh, cut it out! That's a huge cut it out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. I just get it. <laughs> You're you're really nailing these sound effects today. I am. I mean, I'm, I need. There's like a little delay, but I'm getting. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Amy Adams, a young Amy Adams. <gasps> uh, the mother of them all, Kirstie Alley. Yes. Uh, Denise Richards. Yeah. Who has been to hell and back? We're gonna talk about that. Still standing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Allison Janney. Yes. Brittany Murphy. I want to circle back and talk about Brittany Murphy. And we're gonna, um, 
Mindy Sterling. Love Mindy Sterling. Character actress for days. Yeah, from Austin Powers, um, all those movies, and then also you've seen Spring, her. Uh, not Spring Breakers, but Spring Break with uh, Amy Poehler. Which is a great movie. Was Parker Posey in that? Probably, yeah. 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 I feel like she was. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, keep going. Nora Dunn. Underrated. Um, but in everything. Can you tell me if Mo Collins was in this movie? Because I think she, she, she was wasn't. In... I, do I, she, I don't think she was. I'm gonna I think start... it was. I don't think so. Let's see. Mo Collins drop dead. Gorgeous. Uh. Who is Nora Dunn's like um, sidekick in this movie? The one who also is like there at the end. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it. Right. Uh, we'll have to rewatch it. We yeah. can't watch it because we don't have the copy. Yeah. <laughs> but we know it. We know it by heart. But anyway, it's a fire cast. It's great. It's uh, um, unbelievable, almost like how many people are in this cast. Uh, I want. Let's start by talking about Kirstie Alley. Yeah, I have a few. Um, we're just gonna go through some news items. Then we're just gonna talk about. Make it casual. Okay, so um, we can say if it's a good for her. Cut it out. Not my business. Okay, Kirstie Alley. Now, Kirstie Alley. She. Um, she's fabulous. I love her. Oh, she's a Scientologist. She is. She's a Scientologist. Which is a cut it out. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, Leah sure. Remini taught us. And she's a rabid Scientologist. Oh, like she's she would, she would go ones. after people. Like when yeah. Leah Remini left, she went after Leah Remini. Like she's very vocal about it. She calls into radio. She calls in Howard Stern show, I think, once to like uh, like uh, shit talk Leah Remini for leaving or or just for like that. Maybe that was like at the beginning when she was like kind of like questioning things. She just is like. I would love Kirstie Alley to talk shit about me though. Like. But that's the thing, that's why, like, she's really talented, which doesn't excuse any of the, um, pro-Scientology behavior. But I will say that she has, like, to me at least, a slightly more sympathetic, um... Origin story? Origin story in Scientology, in that I have heard that she, she had a cocaine addiction, like a huge one, and she had a hard time getting off of it. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, whenever she, she somehow got involved with Scientology's, like, uh, drug, uh, like, their, their program... What was it called? Um, I forget what it was. Yeah. Cleansing. <laughs> cleansing. Um, no. Dianetics. No, but it was it was like, <laughs> it was like um, it was one of the, it was their program that like got the it was like they had an offshoot of Scientology that was like a to get people clean and she got involved with that and then it just I think just the timing worked out that it was she was ready to stop and then that program got her off but then she felt this like I mean that's how they get you that's like they like they make these people feel like they owe them everything because they've like helped them with this stuff so it's so uh wrong and also i think they probably lie about their numbers they claim to have this like very successful one but i don't even think that's true but anyway she used their program to get off uh coke and then she's since then just been act so active in scientology um and also i mean she's at, she's at a certain age of all of her friends are there you know but she has i mean let's like talk a little bit about like uh some of her um Throughout history, I th I'd say. I'm trying to see if there's like a really short, chic clip that I can play really quick. Audio. Let's see. Of what? Of Kirstie Alley and Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, well, my favorite is when she's, uh, they play the tape about my, um, uh, Oh, that little bitch, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but when she's like, when she's, they, uh, the Mindy Sterling records over it. And then she's like, the rest of the tape, which is now gone forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or when she's like calling from jail and she's like, I am about to talk about Kirsten Dunn. She's like, I just want to tell a little bitch. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she, she's got to watch out. Hold on, I'm going I'm to pull up some quote, quotes. And okay, let's just have like a minute of like looking at Dropped in Gorgeous quotes and uh, talking about how great they are. Uh, <laughs> I hope this is interesting 
to do's at home. <laughs> well, people don't know, normally think about quotes. I'm sure they will be. Yeah, okay. Um. But in the meantime, I don't think we're supposed to not talk at any point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can get a, get a move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, um, this was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. Just go to fucking, like, I'm, IMDb, I'm here, like, but there's so many. Because it's so fire. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Becky Ann Lehman. Uh, <laughs> with, um, she's with the girl who's a former pageant and uh, winner. And oh, she's in the hospital because she has yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then in front of the camera, she's like, uh, she comes and she brings her chocolates. Yeah. And Kirsten Dunst, who does go there all the time. Yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. a candy striper. <laughs> she gets really insensitive. <laughs> like, you know, she's anorexic. And then um, so these are just like, what? Oh my God, lights, camera, and me without a stitch of makeup on. <laughs> what are you doing here? And then Amber Atkins, Kirsten Dunst is... What are you, we'll read together. What are you doing here? Wait, am I Kirsten Dunst? You're Kirsten Dunst, obviously. Wow, holy shit, okay. Um, what are you doing here? Oh, Amber, you're like, you're the only one who visits Mary. And then Mary says, who are you? <laughs> and Denise Richards says, who are you? Oh, Mary, you kill me. She always says that. It's a little game replay every week. Some dippy little look on her face. Who are you? Who are you? Just like that. Anyways... Okay, I didn't really have any parts of yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she says, she's skinny, Amber, not deaf. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> Can you just talk about what Kirsten Dunst means to you? Um, I love Kirsten Dunst. I think she's great. She was, uh, the, I think, the main I mean, reason I I mean, don't undersell it. No, I love you Kirsten love Dunst. You love Kirsten Dunst. Oh, yeah, I love Kirsten Dunst. But who doesn't? I mean, it's not like an original thing. She's, like, great. She's uh, so talented. She's, um... Uh, that's the reason I saw this movie. I think, uh, I didn't see it in theaters, but I just literally was like, oh, this is a Kirsten Dunst movie. I'm going to watch it. And then it ended up being great. Um, I saw it with my grandma and she made us rewatch it. She loved it so much. Uh, that's all I remember from this particular movie. Matt's grandma has great taste before she died. Um, every time at Thanksgiving, she would just tell me how beautiful I was. (laughs) And she was like, you're so pretty. It's vulgar. (laughs) I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) But wait, I want to talk more about Kirstie Alley. Yes. Okay, no, wait, so. We have some Kirstie Alley recent news. And we're going to, okay, so with Stephen Hawking died, um, Kirstie Alley retweeted it, quote tweeted it, and said, you had a good go at it. Thanks for your input. Absolutely. That's the only way you can say goodbye to somebody. Yeah. I think that's like, the, it says so much. I think it's packed in there is a little bit of her, maybe like she doesn't like his science or something because of Scientology. It maybe goes against each other. Yeah, because he like talks about like the, uh, like a lot of science stuff, you know, about the universe. That didn't stuff. involve what they believe in, which yeah, is which the like aliens, aliens in the, in the in volcano. The moon, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, that's, I mean, honestly, that's how you say goodbye to somebody. That's when I think, like, nobody, also. Yeah, like, there wasn't malice in it. When, whenever somebody dies, Twitter sucks. It's un, like, look atable. It's awful. Yeah. It's, like, people's reactions. It's, 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 it's just so infuriating. And, like, that is, if every time there was, like, a celebrity death, everyone just had to tweet. Yeah. You had a good run at it, thanks for your input. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it'd be a much better world yeah i think it sums it up yeah you read whatever you want to read into that so i mean at the end of that you can either feel like you know what or you could feel like but it's not you have a feeling you have a feeling and that's what's important um so here's a story that i'm gonna just light a cigarette for this um when i read this once and i always come back to it yeah but when kirstie alley uh wanted to quit smoking she uh 
she rented a beautiful hotel room, uh, and she for like the, for like five days she stayed inside of it, and she just didn't leave the bed. And I was like, well, if I ever quit smoking, that is how I'm going to do it. I mean, that is a huge good for her. I think. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's the only way you can quit smoking. Her spirit oh, bit me. No, that's not what I meant. Um, but you know what? In in, in many ways. Her spirit bit me and good for her. Yeah. Because that's, uh, her spirit bit me in the sense that I, that is like, I would love to do that to quit smoking, but you have to be able to afford a really nice hotel room. Cause you can't just do it at like a motel. You have to do yeah. it at like a Four Seasons or some shit. Yeah. Where you can like order up really good food. They have TV. Yeah. They have movies like that are not, that are like still in theaters and shit. Yeah. And like you can just watch that and like, yeah. so you, why would you ever want to leave? But, um, yeah, I think that's, that's like. That's the only way to As- Aspirational. That is the most aspirational uh, smoking story I've ever heard. Um, she's 67. She looks great. Yeah, and that's... Uh, did you ever watch Fat Actress? Uh, Why, well, yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, that came out, like, right after, like, The Office was really big, and... Uh, she was so fucking funny in it, you know? It's like, she, like, we have this big tabloid wall here, and it's, like, very much from the Kirstie Alley So Fat era, where they just, like, would find her pumping gas, like, they were just, like, they were, like, they were just disgusting to her, and so she's, like, I'm gonna make a fucking show, and it's gonna just be, like, she just, like, ate, like, a giant bowl of potatoes in it, <laughs> like, she, it was never condescending, but it was, like, she was just, like, she had this idea in her head, just, like, Oh, I'm going to lose so much weight during it, you know? And, but it's just, it's funny. It's so funny. The whole cast was funny. It was fabulous. Attic Girl. Yeah, it was a huge Attic Girl. Yeah. Kid Rock was in it. Kid Rock's evil, we know now. Um, but at the time, it wasn't evident. Um, and... Was it? I mean, <laughs> How is it not evident? Well, he was on Fat Actress. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was a love interest. And she'd be like, I'm going to lose so much weight. Uh, that, uh... <laughs> Uh, then Kid Rock's in the scene and say, oh, I want to fuck her so bad. And it was just like, it's very much like in that one movie where he's like, I'm going to get a beautiful dress. Yeah, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. supposed to get the red dress. Um, do you, do you, did I show you, uh, Kirstie Alley on... Who's Ellen... What? Birkin, right? What? Birkin? Ellen Birkin, yeah, yeah. Ellen Birkin. Oh, my God. For a dream. oh my God. <laughs> it's yeah, full but... circle, bitch. Atta <laughs> <Atta> girl. <laughs> um... Kirstie Alley was once on David Letterman and she was talking about Sharon Stone and how Sharon Stone, after Basic Instinct came out, everyone was giving Sharon Stone shit for the um, the scene where she uncrosses and crosses her legs and you can see up her dress. And then uh, Sharon Stone had said, uh, like, you know, oh, I, I didn't even know that the camera, which that was like not her fault, like to have to lie to like that because it was like, you know. It was like, the time. Yeah. And then, but anyway, Kirstie, Kirstie Alley was on Letterman and she was just like ripping into Sharon Stone. And she just, was? Oh, yeah. Just the, because yeah, she had also mentioned the magazine cover that she was on where she was like, uh, she was, um, I don't know, posing in a certain way with like maybe no clothes on. And Kirstie Alley was just like, uh, oh, maybe it's just like Basic Instinct where she had no clue that they were just. She didn't know where the camera was. Uh, um, so that's fun. Problematic. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my business. Are you just going to be quiet right now? No, I'm waiting for your sound. <laughs> like I said, there's a little bit of a delay. Okay. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, now, oh, recently, uh, during the Olympics... Um, Kirstie Alley started a fight with a curling team, uh, because she tweeted out, not to be mean, but curling is boring. 
and it is boring. It is boring. And then the curly team tweeted back, we're not trying to be mean either, but your movies weren't exactly riveting theater, Kirsty. Um, they they tweeted see, that? Yeah. They did not see Drop Dead Gorgeous, obviously. And her movies are riveting theater. She was in... Um, what, it was a Children of the Damned? Children of the Damned. Corn? No, it wasn't Children of the Corn, it was, uh, no, it was Children of the Damned. It was something of the Damned. Yeah, and it was like the the second one or something. She wears a business suit and she smokes a cigar and puts her legs up on the desk. Yeah, it's so chic. chic. It's so chic. And then at the end, they have to impregnate her. I never saw it, but you did see it. Yeah, I recently saw it. Yeah, (laughs) I watch movies. Okay. I was um, just, before we get into going further, I don't, I don't not like Sharon Stone. I love Sharon Stone. Oh my god, absolutely. And that's, I, just, I just, I thought that was, an, it was fun. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Kiersey Alley tangential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody comes for you, they're gonna have to come through me first, okay? Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, she's a Scientologist. We can't be on her side completely. Uh, but we can appreciate the moments. I can not, you know what Scientologists like can actively not be on their side is Kelly Preston, which is another Christian. She was a bad actress. Yeah, and, and a weird cameo on that show. She's just not, I mean, like, I don't, I don't really get. She told her, in her, she was like her diet coach in the thing, and she'd be like, make yourself throw up, but like use beautiful things. Didn't they make out once on the show? Probably. It's a fun show. Kelly fun. Preston is fully crazy. I mean, like, just like, I mean, no. Who's she married to? John Travolta. Oh, God. And every interview she does, she always, she always says, like, yeah, I married Danny Zuko. I married him. <laughs> I saw him on the poster, and I said to myself, I'm going to marry him, and I marry him. And she always brings that up. Was she, oh, that's so creepy. Um, was she, um, since I had told you before they met, or did she meet him and then just, like, I'll do whatever? It's a great question. I feel like it may be the former. I don't know. I, I, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, all I know is that she was she's mentioned so many times on so many, every interview I've seen Kelly Preston and she's mentioned, I saw a poster and I said, I'm going to marry that man. And I mean, you know what? In that case, I will say, just isolated, she had a plan and she made it happen. Yeah. But like, uh, uh, she, and we would do the same thing. Before she met him, she was uh, mar- not married, but she dated Charlie Sheen. And then there's that Kathy Griffin, uh, like, Bravo special where she points out that uh, Charlie Sheen shot Kelly Preston in the arm. I did not know about this. Yes. She shot, he shot her. And then uh, when he was losing his, like, uh, like shit, like, two years ago, three years ago or whatever, and he, the, 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 like, uh, I don't know, it was the era of, like, keep winning and keep moving mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, when are we chicken dinner? No, but just winning. <laughs> no, he would say winner, winner, chicken dinner. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my fault. Um, yeah. Let me just give myself a. Um, but he uh, uh, was on the news a lot, and then somebody asked Kelly Preston, "What do you think of all this?" And then she was like, "He's a great guy." And then nobody pointed out, "Well, didn't he shoot you?" Well, that brings us to someone who did not say he's a great guy during that time, and that's Denise Richards, who is fabulous in this movie. A saint. Denise she, Richards is a saint. She has been through it. She adopted all of those kids. All the kids that he had with um, Brooke, she adopted, which she didn't have to do. She didn't have to do that. But she, she I think, too, she tried to adopt, but they were just so messed up. Like, they were messed up the other kids mm-hmm. or something. But it's like, she really had to clean up his mess. And um, she was so fucking great in this movie. She was great in Starship Troopers. Wild Things. What, I mean, name a movie she wasn't great in. She hasn't done many, but... She doesn't need to. She's full time busy. Yeah, she's very busy. I mean, that's like the, the just the, the like in, like 
the impetus to like, I'm going to like adopt these kids or try to that aren't mine that are like, you know, I have to because nobody's looking out for them. It's like, it's just, that's not something she had to do and she yeah. did it anyway. And then she had a reality show on E! for a little bit. And give her I another remember. one. <laughs> give her another one. <laughs> yes. <Give> her. <laughs> Can't go too deep in Denise Richards. Um, Alice and Jenny's in this film. Alice and Jenny's great. And I don't know if you know this, but she's in I, Tanya. Yeah. Yeah, she won an Oscar for it. Absolutely. And she's got, it's kind of a different version of the character, more likable version. She's playing both the mother. In Drop Dead Gorgeous, she's very likable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just very much like still like, she's great. She's a great actress. She's great. Everyone, everyone was trying to say she didn't deserve that Oscar, but I feel like she did. We were at a party with her once. And she's so tall. She's very tall. Very fast. You yeah. can't catch up with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we caught up with Margot Robbie, but yeah. Alice and Jenny was out the door. <laughs> um, Alice and Jenny is, uh, I think, one of the best working actresses. She was in The Hours. I never saw The Hours. Oh, fuck. Okay. Why isn't he asking a question? Well, ask, the, ask the audience. In the, the scene in The Hours when she... There's, she's dating Meryl Streep in the hours, and she comes home uh, really early in the morning, and she crawls into bed, and then Meryl Streep is, like, kind of pretending to be asleep, and then Allison Janney is, like, um, she, she gets into bed and notices Meryl Streep is up, and then, but then it's, like, it's a whole thing. I just never understood what was you going on. You shouldn't have asked me, because I was... <laughs> <laughs> Spirit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it, I don't know what's going on. I guess, I, I, they could be an easy answer, I could probably just Google it, but I never understood why she was getting home so early, was it like implying that she was doing something? Or? Well, I think that's a not my business, because I haven't seen the film. And none of anybody's business in that movie. Kirsten Johnson is in this movie. She's yeah. fabulous. She's great. Um, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Now let's talk about Brittany Murphy okay. performing It's Oh So Quiet. Oh my god, with the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. It, um, we saw it on what? DJ Mikey Pop posted yeah. it? Uh-huh. And um, DM, DM us if you want us to like, forward you the link. Uh, it is, uh, she's a fabulous singer. She, she was, was one so of the, she's talented. Like, she's so talented. She's one of the greatest stars. One of the stars greatest stars ever. Ever. She was so ever. She recorded a song, Faster Kill Pussycat, with I think Paul Oakenfeld or Oakenfold or whatever. Um, and it was a great, it was like a banger. It was a fucking banger. It was a great song. And then, um, I'm, I'm, she, she sang in something else, too. But uh, what a total star. Oh, she what sang a total in star. Little Black Book. Yes. Which we have not talked about on the record yet. Yeah, we're not going to talk too much about it, because that should be its own I, fucking episode. I, I think we should tell them. Little Black Book. Attic What a great movie. It was mismarketed. Oh, totally mismarketed. It was marketed as, like, a flukesy doopy romantic comedy, when really it is Network Part 2. It's network Part 2 and better. Who's the girl? Who's the other girl in it? Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter slays in that movie. It's all about reality TV and like Kathy Bates is in it, Julianne Nicholson. It's nonstop. I mean, it's it's, it's a great movie. It's just a, and Brittany Murphy sings in it. In the end, she doesn't get the guy. You know, she gets the career. Yeah. See Little Black Book. One more time. Okay, we're at thirty minutes. So we're um, gonna wrap it up. And, and who else is in this movie? We want to like. Uh, um, oh, Nora Dunn, real quick. Nora Dunn's great. She's great. I mean, she's like. Uh, one of the more talented people who has ever on Saturday Night Live, but uh, in this movie, Amy Adams is in it, oh and this God. is the movie. This was her first big movie. 
Yeah, this is uh, before Cruel Intentions too. I feel like Amy Adams kind of her career like starts at Cruel Intentions. Too. Yeah, or probably Junebug, I guess. Oh, Junebug was so yeah. good. Uh, but uh, but Amy Adams uh, in this movie so great. I love when the the, the documentary person is like, "Are you nervous?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, really nervous." I haven't told anybody yet. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's pregnant. She's like, oh, nervous about the pageant. <laughs> and, like, and then, like, they have, like, national monuments on their head, and she chooses the Washington Monument, she makes, like, a big dick. Oh, she's oh, fabulous. Oh, yeah, so hot. Oh, my God, yeah. And when Brittany Murphy's, like, um, she's just in love with, like, her brother in New York, who's, like, a Liza Nelly impersonator. Yeah. And, like, her parents don't know he's gay, and she's like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, so many gifts from this movie. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, kick it over to Christopher Eifler, our OC official correspondent. He's going to give us the Housewives report. Um, take it away, Christopher. Hey, guys. It's Christopher. You're good for Housewives OC correspondent. And I'm just going to get right out with it. I have some field reporting to do from my night at the TomTom Tom opening. Yep. I was there Wednesday night. Now, I wasn't in the party, but I walked by it, and I saw some shit. So let's get down to it. Uh, I was going to a friend's concert, or not concert. It was a more of a performance at the Abbey. He performed a few songs, and um, when I got there, I was the first one there out of the group of gays that were supposed to go. And as usual, every other gay was late. So I was the only one there, and so I sat down in the front, and I sat next to who I thought was girlfriend's guide, Lisa Edelstein. So I took a selfie of myself and sent it to a bunch of friends, and then two seconds later realized it was actually Odd Mom Out. Uh, Sorry, guys. (laughs) Uh, And so while I was waiting for the gays, they were like, oh, we're going to be really late, we're going to be really late. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to stay at the Abbey by myself. And so I went and I went to go see if I can get something to eat or walk around or whatever Um, because I made the drive up from Orange County. Uh, I was going to hang out there for a little while and enjoy myself. So I was walking around and I walked by this bar that kind of looked like the Tower of Terror Hotel from California Adventure if you guys have ever been. It's it's very gaudy and 30s looking and it has kind of, you know, all those lights and stuff. and, And the sign says... TT. And I was like, what is TT? And if you look closely, the OM and OM aren't lit up. It's just TT. So, but I was at TomTom and it was a party for Daily Mail and it was a blue carpet party. Everyone was black out. Oh my God. So I was walking by it and I go, oh my God, it's TomTom. And it was their, it was their party. It was their opening party that Lisa Vanderpump Instagram, everyone Instagrammed from. And so I, I walked by it and Peter from Vanderpump Rules uh, mustache. I think he's the manager. Yeah, he he. I mean, I know he's yeah, he he's not on it all the time. I and he uh comes barreling down and he is wasted. Oh my god, he is like he he has this blue shirt open. Which by the way, the Tom Tom shirts are really cute. They're like light blue and everyone looks super buff in them and whatever. But um. He he comes barreling down the street, and he is wasted and hot. And so I was like, ooh, hey, Peter. And I had seen him before at Sir, uh, but I didn't really make a big deal out of it because he's not that big of a character on the show. But um, he was really hot. And so uh, two seconds later, I see the star of Vanderpump Rules and the star of that crossover episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that led into the first episode of Vanderpump Rules. Do we remember that? And how Stassi kind of was in both shows. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I saw Stassi Schroeder in a pink latex dress, and she was taking selfies while on the cell phone. 
I mean, the most Stassi thing ever. And so I'm standing there and I go, oh, my God. And I I, like, I don't want to take a picture with Stassi. I really don't care. I love. I think she's hysterical, but I don't want a picture with her. And so she comes, she stands up next to me, and she's waiting for an Uber. And I, I had to do something because I love this woman. I think she's so funny. And, and I turn to her, and I'm in super short shorts and a tight T-shirt, so I obviously look gay. And I said, I think you're an awesome woman. You look beautiful tonight. And she stared at me with that Stassi stare, and you know what I'm talking about. And in that moment, I was wondering, does she have daggers in her eyes? Was she literally going to cut my throat and slaughter me and drag me across West Hollywood? But she smized, and she said, thank you. That's genuinely so nice. And we had this beautiful connection where we just looked at each other. I didn't want a picture. Of course, she didn't want a picture with me. <laughs> and 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 we just had this this beautiful connection with this Bravo celebrity, and she got in her Uber and left, and I never saw Stassi Schroeder again. And then two seconds later, Peter comes barreling down the street again, uh, with his shirt open, super sweaty, wasted, just as hot. And then Ken Todd, Lisa Vanderpump's husband, came out and just started taking pictures with everyone. But that's when I knew I had to leave because I've seen Ken Todd before a few times at Villa Blanca and at Sur. And one time I was trying to enjoy my chicken pasta from Villa Blanca and I felt a dog on my head. And he just decided to put Jiggy on my head without asking me. And I was like, oh, oh, hey. like, And so I kind of have a problem with Ken Todd. But anyway, that was my night at the Tom Tom opening. It was so wonderful, and I'll see you guys next week for Good for Housewives. Bye-bye. Thank you for that. You know, I just love it when he wraps it up uh, all for us in a pretty little package like that. Um, so if we were to, if you were to take one thing away from this, I hope it is buy a DVD player. Let's start a petition to get uh, get it on Hulu. Yeah, like how Dirty Dancing was brought. Or just, yeah, get Cri- it on Hulu. That's a doable petition. Yeah, yeah, or a Criterion collection. Um, something like that. Because if we don't, you know, do that now, then there's just going to be a whole generation of kids out there who didn't get to see this. Yeah. And Brittany Murphy deserves better than that. It's a great movie. It, it's like, it's, uh, I mean, any moment in your life, I think, can, like, correspond to this. Mm-hmm. Um, for example... We were supposed to have a guest on this podcast, but we did not record it right. <laughs> so we had um, to record yeah. it again, again. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> which then also is like the rest of the tape, which is now gone forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good curious chat. Yeah. Matt's pretty good at accents. Do your New Zealand one. Um, uh, oh, um, uh, well, give me something to say. Okay, say, um, oh, Viviana, you're so great. Oh, Viviana, Viviana, you're so great. You're so great. <laughs> That's really good. Okay, subscri- subscribe to this podcast. Yeah. Say it. So, oh, su- subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> share it. Sh- share it. Um, join the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group. <laughs> Muriel. It's all from Muriel. It's all from Muriel's I don't think that's New Zealand, no, that's <laughs> write in let us know yeah. <laughs> um, okay and we'll see you in two weeks uh, thank you and have a good for her day oh, oh do you like new, that yeah. that's new okay